Attention students, the Jabroni University Network is now in session. Please make your way to class. I did not do un- enough homework. Is Andy going to say words? Is he going to start talking at any point? Uh, like well, I think, yeah. I think I we were waiting, all waiting for, for the, the drop. Yeah. What do you mean? The, we're waiting for the music. Yeah, the music like normally happens every week. I already played. Oh, you can't hear it. Oh, because I'm on. I'm sorry. Jeez. Uh, look at that. Okay. Well, I, I clicked it. I'm sitting here listening to it in my headphones. And I, I realized like, this is awkward. I wonder why yeah. wouldn't it why wouldn't it allow you guys to hear it though? Uh, what a fucking piece of shit. Alright, let me pretend like <laughs> the music just ended. Hold on. Alright. Hey, it's Hank, Hank McMillan House, and when I'm not listening to the draft pod, I'm lifted to why would we ever why would we ever meet? Why would we ever meet with Wes Allen? I wanna suck his dick and let me smell it. Why do we ever meet? It's on the Jabroni Network. Hank McMillan House, take it away, Andy. Yo, what's up, Draft Pod Universe? We got our special what the episode fuck? that we do. <laughs> uh, he's just, Andy's just rolling. Yeah. Uh, Every year. You guys know we do it. Um, but let me just hit the people with this. This that time we all get sentimental. We won't shove it in. We'll get real gentle. <laughs> If you want some safe sex, we can pull it out and tug it. Bathing in honey mustard with a bitch, that's a chicken nugget. Hold on tight to your vaginas and your peens. Wes speaking highly of some shit no one has ever seen. James talking blockbusters for the mainstream. Drew drafting shit that's hot on the scene. Andy trying to surprise, but he's picking for the teens. This that pod to listen to while you're flicking your bean. Our voices make you tangle up and down your damn spleen. More sausage on this damn pod than Jimmy fucking Dean. Impregnate you with our pick Shouts to Billy Jean The kid is not our son If you know what I mean Swim in banana pudding Get you higher than codeine No energy shot needed This pod be your caffeine So throw some headphones on And get the knowledge in between Have some fun with these privates You jokers Shouts to Matthew Bodine Oh shit Uh oh Wow Full metal Man Yeah Matthew Matthew Modine fucking that's right. That's that, that reference was Cage. amazing. Birdie. Yeah. Nice work, Andy. Full metal jacket reference. So what are we doing? We're doing <laughs> the best movies of 2020. You know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice. Fuck yeah, we are. We oh, are Wes Allen. Hey. Wesley. Wesley. What up, Wes? I still yeah. don't know what you were doing before you, you rapped. Like... <laughs> what, what was going on? Uh, just getting in the right mental. 
You know, I yep. thought you were having a stroke, maybe. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. If I'm stroking it. <laughs> That's not what I said, but okay. <laughs> uh, no, I'm glad. Left. I'm, I'm glad to be back. I actually look forward to doing this every year. It's fun. This is definitely one of my favorite pods of the year every year because um, I don't know. I've gotten into the habit of just watching a shitload of movies every single year. Mm-hmm. And a big reason is because like I legitimately want to do this, this draft justice yeah, and all of us kind of pick the, the best ones. So, yeah. um, you know, I know that from the weird perspectives that all of us are coming from, we've all seen different movies. Mm-hmm. We've all seen some of the same. So it's just an awesome uh, pod where we get to talk about the best movies from the year prior, which last year was a banger. And, you know, Loki this year uh, snuck up on people. Uh, anybody that bitches about, like, when people bitch about 2020, they can't bitch about the movies that came out. Mm-mm. Yeah. Mm-mm. Because this was a year for, like, more of like an art, not art house films per se, but the art house uh, spirit definitely shined this year a lot brighter than normal. Yeah, I, I think that the blockbuster was kind of uh, almost buried a little bit because, yeah. you know, not going to theaters. So a lot of blockbusters that may have come out mm-hmm. were like, F it, we're going to shove off to next year mm-hmm. kind of deal, um, which kind of gave more space to those um, weirder, artsy movies, yeah. Um, yeah, horror, thrillers, dramas, yeah. all that kind of stuff. So definitely um, ones that weren't, yeah. weren't coming with like, you know, a f- $500 million price tag on the budget, you know? Exactly. Like, yeah. Like power bomb. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> if it, it was 2020 was so long that I forgot that that fucking movie. Came out I, know. <laughs> I was like, I was looking through the shit. Then I was like, Oh wow. That's yeah. It's a, wild. It's yeah. wild. Fucking power wow. bomb, baby. I wish yeah. I had that drop. <laughs> power bomb. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, Drew, tell the people where they can find us. Okay. If you want to find us, you can go to either thedraftpod.com or on Twitter at thedraftpod or on Instagram at thedraftpod underscore official. And if you want to find all of our great shows on the JabroniU Network, you can go to jabroniu.com. And you can, uh, you know, see the shows like uh, the aforementioned fantastic. Why did we ever meet? <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, Zelly. What up? Uh, wait. Hey. <laughs> um, yeah, man. Um, also, you can find Biff Radio, Locals After Hours, uh, all our great wrestling pods. We have um, followed that wrestling pod. There's also – it's. Oh, it's fake and real sports now. So, uh, ooh, yeah we we had a we had our first interview session with uh, with Garrett. Um, and am I missing any other shows? I think that's it for now. Yeah, flow and tell. Yeah. For now, flow, flow and tell. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, come on, yeah. man. If radio, did I? Yep. Flow and tell needs to get some more shit out there, man. Those guys yeah, have been really fucking slacking. <laughs> yeah, Those guys are real, real pieces of shit. Jay Breezy and A Train. Slap decks. Yeah. You know? yeah. 
Slapjacks? <laughs> Wrestler? <Yeah. Yes. laughs> uh, shout out to T-Bar. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Bruce Pritchard can eat my shit. That's right. We're going to get some retribution on this podcast. <laughs> Best Twitter game in the biz. Mm-hmm. In the Don Bailey. Biz. Mm. All right, you guys ready to hear these drops? Yeah, Drop let's, balls, let's yeah. All right, so uh, Drew, you get first pick, my friend. Oh, oh, Andy mm. gets number two. Wes, so number you're number your three, heart. and I'm rounding us out. Nice, yeah. rock and roll. So you guys uh-huh. just took all my I, picks, and I don't have. Any, <laughs> I, don't, I didn't watch any other movies. So, <laughs> uh, well, if you had a team of four, that was enough. <laughs> uh, I have like two more than that, but you know that still doesn't cover it. <laughs> I really don't want one. Well, uh, I think one has become the worst spot. Yeah. In the yeah. yeah, one is the loneliest number. That's what I heard. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Drew, I'll trade you if Listen, you want four. Loneliest number isn't too bad. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You can do whatever you want whenever you want. Exactly. If there was two people in the room, just you and the other person, you could murder them, and at that point in time... Only you would know about it. Yeah. yeah. It's a good point. You know, I'm not, you guys aren't going to be able to hear the pick timer right now because of the way I have things set up. Okay. So I'm just going to have to tell you guys when time's just, up. Just make the noises. Yeah. <laughs> <Say>. <laughs> when we're down to like a minute, be like, eh. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, right. listeners. So here we go. <laughs> That's my bad. Plop. Wait, no, hold on. before that, before we start that. Did you just take a dump? <laughs> yeah, basically. Uh, yeah. I'm not uh, I'm not the guy from fucking Police Academy, all right? I'm just I'm just James Brighton. Uh Drew, I will trade you spots. Mm. You have 4? I have 4. And James and Andy will go before me. <clears throat> mm. What are you giving up? Drew, because uh, James is spot. doing you a solid. The first spot? I think it's, yeah, it's just a, he's giving <laughs> up the first yeah. pick, I guess. Yeah. Lateral so move. Is, is this one to four the whole time? Well, James, didn't you say uh, when me and Drew tried to do that, you can't just flip, you got to actually trade for something. Sanctity of the draft. Oh, is that true? That's what you told me and Drew last time I tried to flip with them. Is this true? Uh, I don't know. You yeah. guys always say I told you guys something, but I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I need Happy to hear audio. You. Yeah. Do you have a clip you can play? Yeah, I do. Let's you just can't play. hear it. Uh, Drew, yeah, what do you think? I can, I can hear it. That's good, Andy. Yeah. Can you not hear it, James? <laughs> <laughs> can you not hear it? <laughs> you guys must have a messed up setup. <laughs> yeah. So what are you trading, James? No, I, uh, uh, I'm going gonna, gonna to stick with it. Okay, all right, and all okay. of us have our steel cards. Reminder for everyone out there. So Ooh. true. All right, here you go. So the thing is, that I don't like think a, I. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I'm taking a, like your guys's ones. So, um, it'll be interesting. Although, I kind of want to. But you know, fuck, <laughs> fuck. How bad do you guys want movies, you know? <laughs> uh, well, I okay. watched like 50 of them, so I'm okay. I watched like 400 movies last year. 
So I watched six. So <laughs> I'll go with one that at least I know James didn't watch. At least he hadn't yet the other day. So I'm going to go with the the guy Christopher Nolan, and I'm going to go Tenet. Damn it! I was going to pick that first. No, I'm just kidding. I haven't mm. seen it. Yet. I haven't seen it. I, I yeah. did. I did see it, and it uh, creeped into my uh, top three. Oh Ooh, shit! Yeah, you like that, John yeah. David Washington? Dude, this shit hard, yeah. hard not to like. Yeah, yeah. And it's one of the because I've 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 rewatched it since original, and it's like it really like every time you just unpack a little bit more, and it's like oh that yeah Ooh, that <laughs> let me let me ask you this: Would yeah. it rejuvenate someone's interest in Christopher Nolan if they were sick of his shit? Uh, Probably not. No. No. Yeah. I no. Uh, well here's how, here's what I would say. Uh, uh, no way. No way. <laughs> here's what here's what I would say is um the best part is the listeners are just gonna they're gonna hear the, the buzzer but also hey. yeah. <laughs> um I think you need to watch this movie multiple times if you're not a Christopher Nolan fan. The problem is, if you're not a Christopher Nolan fan, you might not want to watch it a couple times. Well, see, I was a fan, and then okay. I got sick of him sucking his own dick so much on screen and uh, wanted him sounds to, like... actually pretty awesome. Can he do that on screen? <laughs> Suck I, away, I, my friend. <laughs> I, wanted, I wanted to see him kind of revert back to some of the old tricks that made him uh, a really like dangerous and interesting filmmaker. <laughs> well, one fucking bell break, and if we're doing this, do it. Do it. Bell breaker! Okay. It's over. All right. Well done, James. Yeah, um, thanks, that was good. <laughs> was it really? <laughs> I, don't, I don't believe you. <laughs> the reason I wanted to belt break this one is because I find this one to be such an interesting movie, um, Tenet, because I think it's one of those things that a lot of people are going to absolutely hate um, because they're, like, trying to think because Christopher Nolan isn't, like, in your face about like what it is you have to figure these things out mm-hmm. so if you're one of those thing people that just likes the stuff laid out for you you're not going to like this because you have to get the story as it goes along and kind of play catch up the movie's ahead of you like the yeah. movie's way ahead of you and you have to catch up and kind of piece uh, some of this stuff together um, I would so think I, anybody that likes the point A to point B on on an easier storytelling level is probably not going to watch a Nolan movie anyway. Yeah. Cause, yeah. cause this one had a lot of like in-depth mm-hmm. um, things that were happening multiple, um, you know, there's time that's an element of it, but then there's also mm-hmm. other things and it's not necessarily like John David Washington is going to be putting on one of these um, Oscar performances. Cause that's not what his role is. He's literally listed as like the protagonist or whatever. Sure. And his role is basically being um, a piece to help the movie further along rather than giving you some sort of emotion that you're looking for in a character. Yep. So if you're looking for that kind of stuff, like this ain't for you. But if if you're looking for something that's like super smart, really well done as far as shot wise and script, mm-hmm. and then like 
he's a piece that helps the entire movie and he's excellent in it, but it's not like you're going to get emotionally invested in him. You know what I'm saying? That's what I would say about the movie. Drew, do you kind of agree with that? Yeah, I do. Um, What are they? Yeah. I I think the best way to like, if the, if you, if you're, I would say for those who are annoyed at inception, they're going to just don't even watch it. Don't. Cause it, it yep. goes be it's, it's further than that. Like it's mm-hmm. more of like, all right, we're, I'm, I'm going even further into my own shit mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. than that is, but I really enjoyed it though. So the visual what? effects are stunning, like in a way that it's not like oh, Michael yeah, Bay blow ups and shit like that. It's mm-hmm. like, it's stuff that seems seamless. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like, there's no way that was like it's it blows even, your mind watching some of it. Even when Nolan, and you can even like reference his Batman movies, like even when Nolan does like the big budget action style, yeah, he still finds a way to like understate it, and yeah, we- yeah, weave it into the fabric of what he's doing rather than like building explodes. <laughs> yeah. Here yeah, comes yeah. Superman. Yeah. Blah. Like, he's, <laughs> He's a little more subtle about it. I'll, I'll I, just say this without spoiling it. There's shit where it flips and kind of, because I think people kind of get the premise a little bit, but there's shit where it flips and things are backwards. So it's fucking your brain up because it's really well done and how they're kind of moving backwards in yeah. a way. But like, so it's fucking your brain up because you're trying to, like everything you think is like, straightforward and they're doing stuff backwards but also straightforward at the same time so yep. your brain's trying to process it and it's it's kind of a mind fuck in that in that you know regard yeah, yeah it's kind of like when you like you see like the you know like they're they're ring around a rosy and then like you have to go the other way on the inside yep. <laughs> like, and it's like yep. really confusing it's kind of yeah. like that that fucking chase scene is incredible oh my god like when you say that about like just shit you like i don't even know what I'm watching right now. Like it, yep. it was yeah. kind of crazy. So, so yeah, I, I think it's, I mean, I'll definitely watch I think it's it worth because it. I, you know, I, I love movies, but yeah. I don't know if, uh, if you, this is like a spoiler thing or not, or if you guys would even want to share it, but like, I guess my question would be, what do they catch in the 10th net? Is any, all right, Andy, you're up. <laughs> <laughs> Andy, you're up. <laughs> Well, um, <laughs> that was something. Um, all right, so I didn't get this Segways. movie. <laughs> get us out. <laughs> On to the next. <laughs> uh, I, I, I didn't get this uh, when we did our year end, and I um, we picked one movie each, um, and I really wanted it. Um, so I'm going to take it right now because James is going to take it otherwise with one of his first picks. Um, and I think it was one of the best. We're going back-to-back time loop movies, and these were my one and two. or Actually, no, they weren't. They were my one and three. Um, but Palm Springs. Yeah, uh, I, this was the one I was yeah. debating on taking again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, if it makes you feel better, I would have taken Tenet on the wraparound if Wes yeah. and James hadn't, so you wouldn't have got it. Yeah, it makes me feel um, good then. But, yeah, yeah, Palm Springs was uh, really, really incredible in terms of, like, comedy and how they switched it up, and, um, like, it was different than your normal time loop movies, or and it was yeah. different than Groundhog Day and yeah. and how they, like, 
set everything up. So, yeah, man, I thought this was amazing, and the Lonely Island boys just keep getting better and better. It was Groundhog's, it was Groundhog's Day without being Groundhog's Day. Yeah. 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 But and but the chemistry between Melody uh, mm-hmm. and yep. uh, Sandberg was, like, insanely Spot good. Spot on. Spot on. Yeah. Yeah, I really yeah, like that. JK girl. rips it up every single time. Yeah, I was gonna time. say JK Simmons kills it in that. Yeah. Just that. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, it's like the way like when he's sitting there in his backyard and everything, and he's just kind of like, like I'm kind of over it, man. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I like how they did it because it made me feel like uh, that's legitimately how it would be if you did if you had to wake up in that same thing. Yeah. I'd be yeah. much like Andy Samberg was was like. All right, well, I got this wedding that I have to go to every single day. Yeah. Let's find some different ways to spice it up and make it interesting. Beep, beep, and I like how beep, they did that. Beep, 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 beep. I love hearing beep, the music to this. <laughs> every time, every time. All right. It's so weird without hearing it. <laughs> it's just like James's disembodied voice. Like, that is weird. Uh, all right, it's real fun listening to him do his pick, and then also having to do the noise. Uh, I actually don't have to because I'll be able to hear it. But, no, yeah, uh, that's true. He'll be yeah. able to cut himself off. Yeah. That's true. All right. Uh, so I'm um, just gonna stop talking, and you guys are gonna be like, "Is that? Is that the end done. of that?" <laughs> All right. Did we lose? Did we lose James? <laughs> uh, All right, Wes. Bloop. Um, I I kept going. I had like this rat race going on all year for my favorite movie of the year, uh, and then this movie came along and fucking fucked everything up for me. Uh, but it's too good to not take my number one at my number one spot because uh, it it fucked this house up like royally. Mm. So uh, my number one pick is Promising Young Woman. Damn, man. Yeah, that was... It's... uh, There's so much more to that movie. Like, there's more than we're ever going to say in this. And honestly, like, four white dudes, the last fucking people that should be sharing their fucking opinion on it. Speaking of which, tampons. Uh, Go ahead. (laughs) Um, But it is... uh, it, It is just, like, oh, my God. Like, so, so, like heartbreaking but funny but also like infuriating uh carrie mulligan is fucking amazing like everyone is just so good in it and like and at the end of this movie you don't walk away like you don't walk away like yes all right got everything i wanted it sure don't (laughs) because you're it's it the the filmmaker she's telling you an honest portrayal of like how this whole thing goes for women yeah (laughs) and Mm -hmm. Uh, and that is the most like powerful way you could have ended that movie is saying like, Dude, you know, this situation went this way, but doesn't change the scheme of things. No. Yeah. Um, fucking yeah. awesome. awesome uh, her attempting to get her revenge, oh. like at the end there, like I was like, did not see that coming. No, no. <laughs> but at the don't. same time, like it just hammers home the powerlessness of females. Yes. Yep, and, um, and yeah. what we've taken, and what we, and when you say powerlessness, I think you're meaning the same thing I am. That like we we rig the game against them. Yeah, 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 yes. yeah, 
Yeah. I oh, felt I, I felt bad too. Like it's Yeah, oh absolutely. Yeah. Like yeah. I just felt bad because like I didn't I'll take it. Well no, I'm saying like <laughs> I'm, saying, bad. I'm saying I felt bad for not like somebody as much as I felt like I should have in that moment. Bell break. Bell breaker. <laughs> That's it. That's all you get. Okay. okay. I really want to talk about this movie. Right, more. That's go. fine. That's fine. I figured yeah. we would. Yeah. Yeah. I think, so. um, I like being married to somebody who is very pro woman, who's a feminist, yeah. uh, yeah. who, uh, who has raised our children with, you know, with the ideology of, of equality and, and making, you know, having a, raising a young man, to understand that he is not going to go through life. Yeah. Uh, like there doesn't need to be a one, another entitled white asshole entering the world. And uh, I, I walked away from this movie feeling like every, every guy should be shown this movie heading into junior high school. Yeah. You show it to them again, as they go into high school, <laughs> then you show it to them again before they start college and then you show it to them again when they enter the workforce. And then about every five years, you need to remind them. And <laughs> just rewatch it. Yeah. Yes, because it, it, it really drives the story home of, like, the things that the four of us know exist but maybe don't realize on that level how uh, how painful and oppressive and the whole, the whole system is set up to be. Yeah, yeah. Well, this is, so this is, a, this is where I felt really bad and – like I'm just being honest and I know like fuck Andy after this, but like there was points where like I hated the fact that myself looking at myself, I hated the fact that like there was points where I felt bad for some of the guys at the same time. You know what I'm saying? Knowing yeah. what they did in the past, but I'm still kind of like, well, like, yeah, I want him to get in trouble, but I don't want him to get like, you know what I'm saying? Like I felt I, bad. I think and, that's the. I yeah. mean, that's at the core of of. And it scripts. fucked. It <laughs> fucked me up. It fucked yeah. me up because I was like, I should not feel bad at all for anything that happens to the, these guys. Yeah. But the fact is that I just did, and I I didn't mean to. It just was happening. Yep. Yep. And I felt I felt really bad that I <clears throat> felt bad for them. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I and I, I think at the end of the day, that is her. That is the basis of her script. I think when yeah. Emerald Fennel wrote that, that was exactly what she expected to happen. She expects you to wrestle with yourself afterwards, yeah. and I think that's the so best, uh, the best story you can tell. Yeah, and it, that's a good thing. I think and I do. I like I said. I think I talked about it last week. I like the fact that like um, the the guys they picked, they're. They're not that's, assholes. Like honestly, I think that's why I naturally yeah. felt bad for some of them because yeah. I started to look at your boy and I was thinking about Schmidt and New Girl. I was like, "Yep," you know, and yep. I started to think about these dudes in that in that way, and I'm like, "Whoa, what am I doing?" You know? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah, and that's that's the thing though. It's like, like that's what I loved about like they. It's not always the fucking, you know, the jockey assholes. Like it's the people. Yeah. You know the. Or the the standard scumbag in the leather jacket with yeah, the yeah, yeah. back hair. Yeah, if yeah. they would have yeah. uh, like casted it like the the bad guy from Van Wilder, yeah. then I wouldn't have felt bad 
in any way. Exactly, exactly. And I think that's where she, that's, like, yeah, her, that makes her sense. choice, the choice in, in casting was really fucking yeah. genius in that regard because that makes her, a lot it, of sense. It made us reckon with that. Yeah. Well, I don't like that because it sounds like, uh, I like the, I like bad guys to have a uniform. So can you please? <laughs> these guys are these guys are former frat boys, so they all do kind of have a uniform. And honestly, yeah. some of them are doing great things at this point in their lives. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Because they get to go on with their life, right? That's the worst part. Yeah. So they're able to mature and kind of move mm-hmm. past the fucked up stuff that they've done. Meanwhile, there's uh, two people. And that weren't they didn't really, get that luxury. Yeah. 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 And a very I think that movie's gonna that movie's gonna have legs for a long time. I think it's going to be talked about in 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 film theory type yeah. uh studies. So that makes sense. So in that regard, like now I'm even more like, why did I not have it higher on my list? But now talking through it I there's different perspectives because we're gonna yeah. have different perspectives than you are with the daughter, you know, yeah. yep. and then the woman, at, you know, Ashley watching, it's going to have a way different perspective. Oh, so yeah, yeah that's yeah. actually kind of interesting because different people are going to have different perspectives on this movie. So yeah, that's actually, I have a fucking- really weird perspective on it. Cause I haven't even seen it yet. You haven't seen it. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. Wait till you guys hear what I think. <laughs> yeah. Man, three time loop situations back to back to back. Weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's and like it's funny. It's weird to me too because, like, I've I've been in situations where I'm like not not like not like fucking they are, but like I've literally like had to. Yeah. Like, when I, when when I go out with people, I'm always like I become like Papa Bear kind of thing. Like yeah, sheep herder. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's like, like I'm very protective of my friends when we go out. So like, it is, it's like, it, it does suck that like, you know, like these people don't have that mentality too. Yep. Like, I guess. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. It's fucking wild, man. All right. Well, here we go. It's over to me now. Yeah. I'm excited. What do you Woo! got, James? All right. Did we steal so- any of your picks? Yes, all of them. Uh, okay. No. <laughs> Just one, right? Just one so far. Which I knew was going to be gone. I wasn't counting on that one. Yeah. So. You got it last time, so I was like, this is <laughs> only nice of me to do for True. <clears throat> and I, I probably wouldn't have picked this one first, but you you guys have all these uh, time travel movies, time loop movies, you know, and like promising <laughs> young tri- time loop. So I'm going to have a movie. My <laughs> movie it also has kind of a time jump in it, but uh, things may not be what they seem. Oh, okay? Oh. So my my number one movie of 2020 is Antebellum. Ah. <laughs> and, I haven't seen it. Uh, it is so effing good. Janelle Monet fucking Janelle crushes Monet. it. Mm-hmm. Uh. It's just a fucking incredible movie. It, I really, if I say anything too much about tell, it, it... Well, tell me a little bit about the movie without giving it away. So the movie is about uh, Janelle Monet is like a, a writer and a poet or something, I think. And she's like super famous, super popular. And uh, she wakes up one day and she's now... this is She's in like today's time in the beginning. And she wakes up one day 
and sh- all of a sudden she's in slave times. Oh shit! So uh, she's trying to figure out what is happening. Basically, the whole movie is trying to figure out what is happening and why she is where she is. So Whew. and it's uh, it's insane and it's fucking awesome and the ending is so good. Yeah. I got fucked up. I thought it was like a country music band or something. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, I'm not watching that shit. Uh, I think it's just Lady now. Yeah. <laughs> they dropped the antebellum. Portrait of a lady antebellum on fire. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this uh, this movie is just, uh, it's just damn good, and it's got a hell of a twist, and, uh, you know, yeah. Janelle Monae yeah. is pretty, pretty fucking talented. Yeah. M. Night Shyamalan saw this movie and he's like, damn, son. That's what he was like. <laughs> Jake, man, remember when I used to do those things? Yeah. <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> All right, so uh, for my that next was pick. That was good. Yeah. I, I like, like that. whoa, I heard it that time. <laughs> Uh, for my next pick, I'm going to go with the movie that had my favorite breakout star of the year. And I'm going with Borat two subsequent movie film. That movie fucking blew me away. I loved it. I laughed my fucking ass off and, uh, Maria Bakalova was fucking incredible in it. Like yeah. to the point where yes. it really, it, it really was my number one movie. Uh, Antebellum probably would have been my number two, but since I had back to back, it didn't matter. I could I could swap them out. So it, uh, yeah, it was. Uh, he gave fucking Borat heart, like yeah, uh, yeah, and like. But the thing is, in the times of that horrible administration, I mean, we're looking at the Trump administration. So like, any like almost anything that isn't that yeah. has has some sort of redeemable quality to it, right? But oh, what a what a fun movie! I really loved that movie. I yeah. thought it was very funny. It was, I was I, yeah. I was talking about this movie today, and it was just we, I was talking about the scene where they're at. He goes to the rally as like <laughs> yeah. Country Joe or whatever the, oh, <laughs> the singer, yeah. when he was a singer, and he's just like it was one of those like like it was like hand on the forehead type moments. Like yeah, Jesus yeah. Christ! Like yeah, it's we equal parts funny like and disgusting. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, so one of the the guys at work because we were talking about this movie and stuff. He's like, yeah. He's like, he's like, I I I saw a thing the other day that explained it best. That if you go to a any type of event and you see somebody who's a Nazi, you're a Nazi too. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, uh, yeah, that's that's pretty uh, good. Yeah. Uh, oh man. Yeah. Yeah, this shit was crazy, and for this girl to put on this performance because this is bigger than acting because she oh has my to god do it. it's so much yeah. bigger than just do it live yeah. and in person yeah. it's honestly this this is gonna sound a, a bit wild but it's it's kind of like joaquin phoenix in that one movie where he adapted yeah that one yeah, character yeah. and he just yeah. rolled with it no it's not kind of it is definitely yeah. yeah but like that's insane to me because that's around the clock performance art yeah, Bell is. breaker. <laughs> I just I wanted you to be able to. Yeah. I wanted you to be able to continue on because the time was up. But go ahead. Oh, I'm done. 
I, oh, I, I just I, wasted my <laughs> bell breaker on that shit. I mean, can't, can't he rescind his bell breaker? <laughs> no, it's gone now. Now I don't have any more. Uh, I, I do think, uh, I think Sasha Baron Cohen is, is a, a much better, it, it is a much more brilliant mind than I think people would give him credit for. Oh yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. And, I mean, we know that he's, we know that he's a comedic genius, but like, there was a different level, like to to do Borat again. Yeah, yeah. When to pull people that knew, off a sec- yes, right, people exactly. Freaking knew uh, exactly. So he knew he had to approach again. it. Oh my differently. god! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you fucking... can see people were like Borat, Borat, yeah, like, right. yeah, yelling it down the street and stuff like that. Oh when he so he used a character the- nobody knew about with the girl <laughs> to kind of that take- was the best. Like that's the best ploy though, is to bring that that girl yeah. in and like. Offset the whole thing. God, it was good. What a fun yeah. movie. Oh yeah. All right. Well, Wes. Bloop. Uh, okay. So uh, this one, um, I uh, God, I hope I hope more people watch this because the people that have seen it and the reviews you read are are all true. Uh, so my second choice uh, was my favorite movie of the year until it fucked promising young woman came and fucked everything up. Uh, but so my number two pick is the, uh, Darius Mardar movie sound of metal. Oh uh, shit. Uh, which is fucking heavy. It is intense. Yeah. I watched um, a trailer for this and it was the trailer alone. I was will say enough. <laughs> that, that was one thing this year is it was, and you know, a lot of it is just the, you know, the circumstances surrounding Yeah, everything. for sure. But yep. everything just seemed way more, way more weighted. Much more, much more gravity to it. I yeah. agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, Riz Ahmed is like, he's just so good. Like, I mean, he fucking, he was one of the producers on the movie too. So it, it's apparent that he very much believed in the script. But uh, it, the performances are incredible. And you, you really do start to think about like, what would I do if I lived that many years and then my hearing is gone. Right. Like, Especially if that's what you do for a living. Hearing yeah. affects and, and like what are the yeah. sacrifices you're willing to make and like how how fleeting are your choices going to be? Because you the adjustment to that silence and how to live with it and yeah, God, it's such a heavy, beautiful movie. And I hope I, I highly recommend to people like this is not it is, it's definitely like, it definitely has the spirit of an art film, but there, this is something, if you like drama, if you're a fan of dramatic presentation and movies, that fucking watch Sound of Metal. It's yeah. a really beautiful experience. I, I can't say enough good things about it. I want to see it bad. I, the trailer really hooked me. It, it looked incredible. It'll get you, man. It's, it's yeah. a pretty, pretty powerful movie. Yeah, I, I haven't seen this one yet, and part of it is because, like, I've looked at it, and I'm like, man. It's a lot. Yeah, yeah it does. It's heavy. It looks, yeah. yeah. Yes. So, yeah. like, it's one of those things where I feel like I got to be in the mood for it, and I just you do. Yep. couldn't get there, you know? Yeah. I don't need a reminder of losing one's senses, so. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a porn star with her vagina sewed up. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, you know? exactly. Andy, yeah. it's exactly what it's like. It's like a porn fact, star with its vagina sewed up. Andy, you're in up. fact, I saw the Directv 
<laughs> the, the direct TV synopsis was Sound of Metal. Imagine Poor. if a porn star had their vagina sewn up. Yeah, that's, it's just like that. It's worse. Movies. <laughs> 112 oh. minutes. <laughs> oh man okay so uh i'm excited about this one this one is a movie that i don't know if anybody here has seen it but me yet um but this movie is incredible and honestly i i had a hard time figuring out which i wanted number one i knew i had to take palm springs because i know i could get this on the wraparound sure. so i'm gonna take another round this shit. Oh, okay. This yeah. shit was fire. Uh, Mads Mickelson um, and he's three other man. dudes. Uh, he's incredible. It's got subtitles. This is the second year in a row I got a movie real high with subtitles. <laughs> that's crazy. Um, <laughs> that's so wild. But this movie is basic. It felt like, honestly, I pictured some of it as if like us four were, were hanging out and we all kind of had teaching jobs and um, somebody come up, came up with the idea or saw this theory that we're all deficient of alcohol by like 0.05%. So to get your confidence level up and to get to where you're supposed to be, you just drink, right? So you just keep drinking and you get to the point where you're not, you're not getting hammered necessarily, but you're getting a little bit drunk, and then your confidence level you know, goes up, and mm-hmm. your ability to do your job goes up. But then the problem is, do some people take advantage of it, or yeah. they can't stop themselves, and they just keep going, and they keep upping it? Um, so this movie's freaking hilarious, but it also almost like – hits you with like midlife crisis type stuff that maybe all of us have gone through in some sort of way. Mm -hmm. Um, It it tackles that. Um, But then like, there's like a lot of heart to it too, but it is also, like I said, really fucking funny. So I live my life. I live my life the same way, except for with weed. Yeah. (laughs) Has anybody else seen this yet? (laughs) No, I have not. No. No. I, I have it queued up. Okay, you need to see it, and yeah. I want to hear about it. I thought this was the it. John Moxley movie. <laughs> <laughs> Drew, you're up. Like twelve Bloop. rounds or something. Twelve rounds, yeah. Yeah. Um, twelve rounds. Jesus fucking. Christ. <laughs> yeah, he's one of the ones who couldn't stop. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. 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 All right. Um, I uh, here's one that really moved me. Over the last couple of days, when I watched, You're gonna it. take Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> Fuck, I am no. Uh, <laughs> I mean, Sonic probably could have fit into this movie. Um, it's uh, but this is about it's finding Doolittle, find, <laughs> finding finding uh, finding the love of your life, no matter what you have to go through, and that's no monsters. No, yeah. Loving so, monsters. We so Andy was so adamant that we watched this, and we finally yeah. watched it, and we all loved it. Like it's, I knew it. It's so cute. It's so such a cute. Movie. I was like, I was yeah. like, this is a this is an Allen family movie. It's very cute. But Drew, I'm I'm I've, uh, I'm I'm upset, but I'm also super happy. Yeah. So why don't you tell us what you thought? 
Oh, dude, I did. I fucking loved it. I just, um, like, yeah, I guess cute is the best way to put it. Yeah. It's, um, and like, I don't know, like, I, I love the way the quote unquote monsters were. They're just, I agree. They're just giant versions of things we already have. <laughs> yeah. Like, and they're all, they're all unique. Ooh. We, we don't get a clone, like an yeah. army of something. Yeah. And, and they're all just a, they're like you said, a giant version of something we know, but a little off. Yeah. And freaking, uh, oh, what is that guy? I would come again. Mike, Michael Rucker. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. His, his little yeah. guy. Yeah. It's so good. Um, yeah. I just, I thought it was such like a, you know, a heartwarming movie. Like it was just so sweet. And, uh, yeah, I really liked it. So I love it. So that fun, pick. man. I love that pick. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's a very sweet movie. I loved it. Yeah. All right. Oh, man. Next pick, uh, Drew. I'm so, I'm so happy. All right. Well, you know, unlike Andy, I like anything set before the year 1970. <laughs> and this one, this, this one was set in 1965, and it's got, uh, you know, um, for the baddest motherfuckers from that, that in that time sitting in one hotel room and I'm going one night in Miami. Motherfucker, what are you doing to me? Damn. <laughs> oh, you're ripping up my <laughs> ripping up my list. Anus. <laughs> Imagine if that was so shut. That sucked. I I love I love Malcolm X, the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this dude was so good at Malcolm X. It's really good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was like arguably it's the best every single I, I won't say it myself. Play. Yeah. Like I'm 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 serious. Like yeah. that might be the best I've ever seen Muhammad Ali played. Yeah. That's my favorite Will Smith performance. So really? His, yeah, yeah. Because okay. I don't care I don't like his movies. I think they're dorky. But I mm. fucking love oh, him. In yeah. that movie, I loved him. That movie made me go, "Oh shit, I like Will Smith." <laughs> <laughs> With this but Muhammad I, Ali, I I agree though, like because this one was like, not to say like he's he was dumb, but he is kind of like big like athlete. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like this, the guy playing Cassius, who I mean, that's who he was. Like, yeah, you know, like he had that kind of like, you know, like, are you just using me, ball? Like, you know, he kind of like, like, yeah, yeah you yeah, know, yeah. like it was it was very good and like um oh, just the, Sam but uh, at at the same same time the depth of every character too is just yep. amazing so dude yeah. jim brown was a badass too and he's yeah. just like jim brown oh, dude that opening scene yeah. oh my god oh no you know we don't allow you, allow you in, in the house <laughs> oh, god. <laughs> oh god yeah it was just like oh yeah, yeah. and like the, the way like the parallels between you you know 1965 where they're they're like man we're at the precipice of change and here we are yeah uh you know what is this 50 55 years later and yes not shit's changed mm-hmm. like, yeah. it's pretty insane so and just like their their little side discussions are so good yep <laughs> I love that we're talking like so deep about these movies and like social changes. It's really, James is just like it's really good that I haven't seen any of these movies too, because otherwise I'd have to chime in. 
Yeah. I watched a different I watched a different one night in Miami. It was like four drunk white girls out partying. I don't know. Yeah. Is that the same girls movie? Gone wild. Yeah. <laughs> it was, maybe it's um, called Another Night in Miami. A different <laughs> night in Miami. That was, that was one night in my my hammy. <laughs> All right, Andy. Paris Hilton. Um Yeah, I man. Uh, I would say 2020 was a year that had movies that had just had crazy dialogue. Um, and this to an extent is one of them, but there's also some action in it. This fucking movie blew it out of the water. There was two performances that just blew my mind. Um, but the main one is from, I think his name is Delroy Lando. Lando. Yep. Yeah. Lando. And the five bloods was fucking so good, man. That was going to be my next pick. Oh, <laughs> oh yes. shit. I love that movie. Yeah, oh, man. God. Spike Lee is like back back. I think he's, can, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, he's, he's like, back back. Like, Black we've few, man, this yeah, one, we've, like, we've had a few in a row, uh, sweet blood of Jesus. Like, We've had a few in a row now where we can say like Spike. Okay, Spike got his his shit back. He's good. Yeah, he he got his mojo back for sure. But like mm-hmm. this this was like so good. It's so well, good. and it brought it, there was a lot of like past to it, but it also brought forward like the future and what we were currently dealing with. Um, yeah. I it just there. Yeah, I can't say enough good he, things about this fucking movie, man. Delroy Lindo should be up for an Academy Award. A hundred percent. I don't know. I, like, I can't think of a feasible reason why he wouldn't. Yeah. But he should definitely be up for an Academy uh, Award for that performance. Yeah. Bozeman, Bozeman was oh, amazing in this game, yeah. too. What, what, a, what a beautiful way to kind of go out, too. Yeah. But yeah. then, like, I don't know. Like, I guess I'm realizing, all right, this is the second movie, I think, or... I don't even remember now, but like a movie about like buddies. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I took it with another round. This is kind of a different way. Um, but like, I don't know. I think maybe there's something to that too, where everybody's going through the pandemic and quarantine and like, yeah. so you see some stuff like where it's like yes. one night in Miami, uh, the five bloods, another round and stuff like that. And it kind of brings you in because it's like, man, I'm, you know, like hanging out, it was almost like living in their world for a little bit. Yeah, which took you back to hanging out with people. So cool. Okay, I'm stopping it. <laughs> yeah. All right, Wes. <laughs> All right, so uh, my next pick is uh, I am certainly the only one I would assume that that <laughs> watched this movie, but I am a a, a a he's very polarizing, but I do love Charlie Kaufman movies. I like how challenging oh, they are. Um, and, uh, that is why, uh, I am choosing, I'm thinking of ending things. I saw on my list, a wild fucking, it is, it is him in concentration. Jesse Pete. Oh my God. Tony Collette, David Thewlis. Holy shit. That's why I was like, it's a year of dialogue. You know what I'm saying? Like, Like, and he, like Charlie Kaufman has always fucked with us. Like, like, look how look at the script for being John Malkovich, yeah, or adaptation. So, like, that's his writing, and like, you, you, it's him. Like, that's how he does stuff. Like, he, he does, he he approaches like realistic issues and dysfunction in family and crisis and relationships, 
but he like spins them up really fast and throws them all out yeah. at you. And you're like, well, you got to piece this together and it's yeah. probably not going to be what you think it is. He's such a, to go on the ride, like you're like, he, okay, it's about to go it, somewhere, it, and, and then, then he it changes it. Yeah. yeah, and then it, yeah. It, he would hang on those scenes too. Like there yeah. were shots where he would hang on stuff, making oh. you as the audience go, "Am I supposed to like? Am I supposed to sit back on this?" Yeah. And then it would get fucking weirder. And like yeah. watching Tony Collette and David Thewlis as characters. And like watching the the body language and realizing like oh this is not at all what I think this is, no. and then the third act just fucking like punches you in the face yeah. with like fucking so wild. many oh what a, I'm glad you guys I'm glad okay so good this is a yeah. you guys' radar I oh god it's it's really like it's love or hate people yeah. like I know a lot of people whose opinions I trust on movies that were infuriated by this movie oh I oh, I didn't. This, I, I can appreciate it, but I didn't love it. Oh, like, no. Pete, yeah, I, I have close yeah. friends who are like, I fucking hated it, and I want to fight him for <laughs> the way he yeah. talks about I, I, I like Yeah, I liked it just because it was like, it was like a play at some point. Like, the dialogue was just like, yep. these are my words, now these are my words, and now these are your words. But yeah, and yeah, like you said, the way it ended. Yeah, it, but if you think about being John Malkovich... Because yeah. that's his script. Like it is. Like you can you can go. Oh yeah, no, that's 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 the same weird yeah. way of telling that story. Where hey, the movie's got the guy's name and the his actual name in it, and we're gonna fuck with you the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, man, I love Charlie Kaufman. I think he's a yeah. fucking genius. I do too. I'm a big fan, and I saw that trailer for that movie just today, and didn't realize there was a Charlie Kaufman movie in it. It made me really want to watch it. So yeah, he's so good. He's so yeah. good. Okay, so here we go. My for my next pick, I'm gonna go with. Um, <laughs> I I already. I let Wes have some of my time so he could get his thoughts out. And I got Drew you. as well. So Netflix had this movie released this movie and uh, this movie was pretty fucking crazy and I really much enjoyed it and it really kind of like uh, put. I'm trying to think of Robert Pattinson. It kind of put him on like a, a more serious level for me, I guess. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I'm going with the devil all the time. I don't know if you guys yeah. have seen this. Yeah. The movie's I fucking haven't. awesome. It's, it's an incredible movie. And the ending, I love the ending and I love fucking Tom Holland in this movie so much. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, and Robert Pattinson fucking blew this <laughs> shit away. Like, it's a tenant too. How about how about Harry Potter's cousin Dudley? Yeah, Dudley. <laughs> I know. He's a fucking ghoul, man. Yeah, <laughs> it's a really like just kind of a fucked up movie oh. about. It's Tom Holland just kind of going through all of this shit, and then yeah. everything wraps up at the end. I love I love that that feeling of the of the finality of everything at the end and how it's it, an, yeah, it wraps it's, up really it, well it at its at its core it's an american gothic um yeah. you know it has that that definitely it, it has that strong through line but it talks about like the sad like the sadness of of poverty in mm -hmm. a way that a movie hasn't done with that sort of like gnarly earnest in a long time. The, yeah. I have the book. I haven't, I haven't started it yet, but I just wouldn't. 
It's, it's, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna, because I read. Uh, don't, but, don't do it, Wes. <laughs> that dude, so the guy that wrote it yeah, is the guy that... <laughs> the guy that wrote it is the one narrating it, too, uh, in the movie. Yeah, okay, really? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. All right. Tom Holland and Robert Pattinson, man. Yeah. I'm a huge. Shit, I'm actually a huge Tom Holland fan at this point. I wasn't. Oh, yeah. I wasn't yeah. sold on him as Peter Parker at first, but now, after the first movie, really he really got me, and mm-hmm. now I see him as Peter Parker, no problem. And now oh, yeah. seeing him do stuff like this, I realize, like he's a yeah. he's a legit dude. So, all right. So here we go. Um, for my next pick, I'm gonna go fucking straight up balls to the walls. Shoot 'em up, blockbuster, fucking Chris Hemsworth, motherfucker. Yeah, fucking get in his way, you're dead, bitch. Extraction. Woo! Was that 2020? That oh was 2020. God. That was very early. Wow. And uh, dude, I'm telling you what, this movie blew me away. I'm 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 big into like, uh, well, I guess I enjoy like a good action movie. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and when something like it's hard to make like a good strong action movie these days because. Like the Matrix already exists, or like all this, you know, it's really hard to push that genre any far for- forward than it already is. Because sure. John you know? Wick exists, right? Yeah, John exactly. Exists. Yes, but yeah. with yeah, it, that's why when a really good action movie comes out, for me, it's yeah. it's more exciting because it's like it's almost like an overly saturated genre. That when a good right. one pops, or one that's like done something a little different than the other guys. Yeah, it, Charlie's Angels full throttle. Exactly. <laughs> right. No doubt. No doubt. Yeah, put Crispin Glover in it, and I love it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but that yeah, fucking alien. Jesus and Christ. Chris Chris Hemsworth is is it, this movie's nonstop from beginning to end. Uh, yeah. Body count Dude, movie. Shot that one, literally yeah. just talk about that one shot where yeah. it just keeps going. Yeah, it's a that, continuous. That was, oh my god. Yeah. Yeah, that he's, was crazy. He's basically yeah, going think, through an apartment yeah. building, just upstairs, downstairs, following the entire time, one continuous shoot. It's an incredible. Like the and raid? It, yeah, a lot like yeah. that. But It's uh, crazy. Yeah, but not like kicks and punches. Like hard-boiled? More. Like hard-boiled. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, Shout out to Eggs. Don't, don't fucking get me started on that, but that's <laughs> hard-boiled, the killer. Oh, my God, man. Dude, and this, what's really cool, too, is people don't realize this, I think, but I believe this film was done up. in conjunction with Bollywood. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> no, no. Just, <laughs> just call me five. I really enjoy this power. I really enjoy this power, this newfound power I have. <laughs> you didn't even, like, do... You, do, do, do. No, 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 you do have... Now I can literally... Gatekeeper. You do have the ability to just mute people. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and I, I realize now, <laughs> too, is that I could have made any sounds all along. I didn't have to continue yeah. doing what the board's yeah. doing, you know? Yeah. Look, I, so I, I apologize, from now on. for James. I was trying to give you a shout-out. India. You know? Just uh, saying. All right, yeah. Wes, you're up. Shout out to India. <laughs> um, so uh, I think sometimes, like, I, I went into this movie with a little bit of trepidation, even though I know people that worked on it. Um, but if you are coming as this coming into the film market as the son of a of a highly regarded and beloved director, you have very big shoes to fill. 
and it can be a very scary thing, especially when you're venturing into his world. But I'm happy to report that Brandon Cronenberg has picked up all the right cues from his dad, David Cronenberg. And my next pick is his film, Possessor. Ooh. Huh. It is. Okay, so if you're familiar with Cronenberg, which I'd assume you guys have, you know, I know Drew for sure is. Yes. Um, James, okay, so we know Cronenberg for Videodrome, Scanners, Dead Ringers, Crash, those sort of movies that are like fucking wild ass movies. Yeah. Yeah. And he always dealt in like science fiction type elements, but all that like body horror and manipulation added to it that fucked with your psyche as you watched it. Like, I mean, you think about some of the scenes in Videodrome, like, like there's just some really gnarly aspects of that that are like, you know, human body manipulation. And that's the same thing that's going on in Possessor. I, it's, uh, it's definitely a modern era horror sci-fi film. Wow. Um, but the performances are great. The, the gore effects are fucking awesome. Uh, Sean Bean makes an appearance. That's pretty cool. Oh, yeah. Um, Bean. I just can't say. What about yeah, Sean Astin? Does he make uh, an appearance? No, no. <laughs> he may have been somewhere in the background that I didn't notice. <laughs> um, he, I, it's, it's so good and violent and, uh, and the pace is really good. It, it's, it's fucking awesome. So I, I am very, very hopeful for Brandon Cronenberg's future as a filmmaker. I think, I think if this is if he's picking up his dad's mantle, he's more than equipped to kick ass with it. Yeah, Brandons that have fathers that were dope uh, do that until tragedy strikes. Huh? Shout out to Brandon Lee. Huh? 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 Okay, it's over. Here. Oh, okay. Andy. So if you guys watch it, make sure you watch the uncut version. It'll, okay. Because that is circumcised version. That is no. I mean, yes, but no. Uh, that's Got the it. that's Cronenberg's cut. Okay. okay. Gen, gen Sounds interesting. Um, Andy, Blop. so it's like a sci-fi horror thing. Uh, I guess I'm back to the okay. board sounds again. I guess right, I'm back. Um, I'm back, baby. So because I apparently um, like you know, Wes's son more than he does, then <laughs> I'll take this movie. Um, and uh, actually, I was very pleased because literally I wanted your family to watch this so much that I offered to pay for it. <laughs> Just bonkers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because I saw, like, when I watched it, I was like, holy shit, that's cash. Um, and the movie was fucking phenomenal. I believe it's his favorite movie, right, of the year. And it is, yeah. one of his favorite that he's seen. He loves uh, it, yeah. This movie is fucking amazing, spontaneous. I can't recommend it enough. It- yeah. Yeah, they heard me months ago rave about it. So, uh, Wes, why don't you give uh, Cash's perspective? I'm, <clears throat> I'm kind of curious. I think uh, from the perspective of, like, you're talking about something like – it, it's a way of like talking about like the trauma that teens, this generation, like Gen Z has dealt with uh, and, you know, and millennials, but also um, like the school shooting generation. Yeah. Um, the uh, and pandemic generation, the pandemic generation now, like it, it has, it's definitely a very modern tale, but it, it, it tells the classic story of, of, of teenagers 
the struggle of being a teenager and the struggle of finding yourself and, and dealing with heartbreak and loss, it's just on a much bigger scale than yeah. you know, it's an inflated version, but God damn it. What a beautiful fucking story. Like yeah. I, I just, I loved it. It's a multiple, it's one of those movies you can watch several times. It, it, Ca- so it caught me off movie. guard. Yes. Uh, yeah. Cause I watched a little bit of the trailer and turned it off. So I didn't know about the, the twist. Yep. And then all of a sudden when the twist first happened, I was like, whoa. It's very, yeah, yeah, it's abrupt. It was, and, yeah, it just, boom, happens. And you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. Um, because then yeah. you're left with now what? Yeah. And that's when yeah. a movie does that to you, you have to like, you have to ride with that character then. Yeah, this is a good modern coming of age story that also has Beeps. horror and thriller and elements into Beeps. it. It's like yes. amazing. There's beeps. I, I love it. Show, let your teenagers watch it. this movie. It's the yeah. end. It's all over. <laughs> you guys seen it yet, James Drew? No. Right. You, bo- you will both appreciate this movie. Yeah, it's on my list. Uh, I spontaneously chose a different movie the last time I was looking for movies. <laughs> mm-hmm. You, you no, and Abby should watch it. Oh, we will. I get, we, it. Yeah, we I, I get it. You had to throw Desperados on, so I get it. That's right. <laughs> Cork, will, uh, Cork sound. I will be sure to watch it with my <laughs> with my teenage son. <laughs> uh, Shout out to premarital sex. Drew, you're on the board. I am. Yeah, I said cor- I said cork sound very clearly. I didn't realize it was my turn. Yeah. Um, all right. Um, Andy said, "Shout out to premarital sex." What yeah. did you get? Yeah, yeah on, I know, you up. It's like a layup. So, I feel like this is kind of a steal at this point, and unfortunately, James, I know this is one movie that you've seen this year, so I'm sorry, but and this is I, the one movie you watched. <laughs> I I even watched it on your recommendation, so uh, oh, you bastard! Even more from Pisser. Um, so I'm gonna go with uh, Freaky. Oh man, it's the shit, man! It's that's, so good. That's an incredible it's, movie, dude. This late, I feel like it is a steal. It really is. Yeah, that was my next pick. <laughs> <laughs> was it really? Yeah. yeah, Vince Vaughn fucking killed it, dude. It's a it's a funny fucking movie, and just the way it, it was almost like an Adam Sandler horror movie to me in a way. Like just the way everything was set up, it was yeah. really it was really like just that kind of like fluffy feeling of a movie that comedy fluff, but then it had blood and gore and yeah, and even like you know? like like the scene with him and the him and the kid in the back seat, like. Oh, no! it, it it wasn't even it wasn't it's even so good. It wasn't even played in a way. And you just that, realized like, what you picked. It wasn't. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't was played in a way movie. that like it always is. Like, like it's always like, oh, it's two guys kissing. <laughs> like yeah, yeah. it was like it was truly had heart to it. Oh, like, I it know. Was, yeah, because they like, played it, it straight. They played yeah, it right. Hear yeah. from it. Yeah, yeah and it, it wasn't like the cliche. Like, oh my god, two guys. Yeah. What? Ooh, what? Right. Crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's a uh, um. Yeah, it was it was so good. And like, dude, I I'm telling you that James, you said it. Like when. And she wakes up in his fucking murder den. Oh, God, it's so it's funny, like that man. fucking bum the beeps, outside the and everything. It's so funny. And Spawn's back, baby. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. right. But that's the end of this pick. 
<laughs> it's going in my ears right now. I'm just not going to do it. Oh, okay. I do. I do love how they. I love how they dealt with sexuality and gender and that sort yeah. of shit too. Though I'm, I'm a yeah. big fucking fan of that movie. Man. All right, guys. Do, 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 do. You know what time it is? That's Kevin is going to text us and just motherfucking us. The we should, I should have just called. I should have just texted him earlier. Like, hey, hey, Raven, so Raven, so Sheena. That's the worst version you've ever done, Kevin. <laughs> uh, he, he does come on here live every night, every night. every single time. Every single time. That's his. That's his best jingle in all of the podcast universe. <laughs> no, dude, it's so I good. Mean, it's so good. I mean, question. I don't want to say that, but yeah. You know, <laughs> It uh, is, and like he's got a lot of music across the, does, the world of podcasts, but that is the best one, man. <laughs> All right, hey, hey, we we inspire, you know. We lay yeah. claim to his most fu- his most fucked up ones, at least. Yeah, yeah. 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 Although I love his opener with you guys. Like, <laughs> I do too. I oh, love that man. song. Yeah, it makes yeah, me feel cheating. like. It makes yeah. me feel like the Wonder Years, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like, that's what it gives me vibes of. Like, yeah. I'm going back and checking record. out Winnie yeah. Cooper, yeah. trying to hide my child boner. <laughs> you know? Wait, what? Winnie Cooper. <laughs> that was my first crush. Hey, don't hide my child boner. That's mine. <laughs> oh, hey! <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess you would have been the same age as me, so it's like, it's cool. But do you yeah. want to reword that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. Hey, guys, I got something that's really exciting for me. Oh, okay, That's man. pretty Raven. Go and ahead, it's not John the Baltimore Marijuana. Ravens. It's the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Andy. No, that's no. You don't get to. Okay, oh, yeah, yeah, I yeah, love you that you took it. Oh, <laughs> man. So this feels like hot ones all over uh, again. What happened? Well, Andy's Andy's name on this thing this whole time says fuck James. So it, it says fuck you, James. So like, fuck you, Andy. Tampa Bay <laughs> Buccaneers, guys. I love those guys. You guys missed it. Thomas Drew Brady. Sun- <laughs> Drew subtly goes, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 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 oh shit! But yeah, yeah. Super Bowls happened. Super Bowls, man. Yeah, man. A lot of balls were thrown. I literally, oh, I, man. I woke up this morning and I was, I got into work and I was like, oh man, Buccaneers must have lost because nobody's talking about it. And then I go in and I Google the score and I was like, no, they killed him. I don't know what the hell is going on. <laughs> so quiet. Yeah. yeah, I don't, I don't talk much sports on here. Save that for other shit. But uh. Yeah, this was this was an incredible experience. I was, um, you know, topping off a two hundred and fifty dollar bottle of uh, whiskey. Just boom down the hatchet. I didn't buy it, so fuck it. Um, Fair enough. <laughs> you know, um, but it was so smooth, and I was like, "Whoa, I'm drinking a lot." <laughs> um, but yeah, man, it was exciting. Uh, you know, for for people that are fans of the the Buccaneers, of course, yeah, man, um, yeah, and uh, it's really cool too because the organization is doing things that I absolutely love, and and hiring a lot of minorities, hiring women, a lot of women, um, yeah, 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 and yeah. 
sure. I just I love the fact of how they're doing it and how things can change. Yeah, and so, they're doing it way better than Kansas City did things. That's right. Like that's last right. year, yeah. they're think, only hiring rich white guys. Yeah, right. Guys. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the Bucks are doing cool. it way better. I'm proud of and them. They're not eating yeah. barbecue. It's just fucking. Sick. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> they're eating uh, Cuban food, which is better. Um, yeah. And you know Mexican food also better. Uh, Sorry, barbecue, suck it. Yeah, um, yeah man, but it was cool. It was one weird, of the best. Weird stance to take. <laughs> hey, barbecue, fuck you. Yeah. Honestly, barbecue, unless you're Korean barbecue, you can fuck off. <laughs> Just kidding. I like you. Um, but you're not Korean barbecue. Korean barbecue is the goat of barbecue. Again, um, very strong stance to take. On this. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, the defense was awesome. It was it was a fun game to watch, and I don't know, it was it was really cool to watch. I, I'm I'm happy for friends who get to. That's why I was happy for all my friends that got a Chiefs Super Bowl. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They got it last uh, year. Yeah, like if yeah. your your city has consistently not had a win. Yep. Like when the Cavs won, that was oh. a fucking that was massive here, man. Yeah, it's yeah, cool. It's, state celebrated. It's cool and, to see a state that's generally unhappy yeah. be happy for a little. Yeah. Yes, yeah. exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah so that's uh, my Raven. So, yeah, it just proves that if you <laughs> ignore the coronavirus, you can have a Super Bowl and a, <laughs> a Super Bowl championship and a Stanley Cup. So yeah, you, can, uh, yeah. you can party and, in the streets because and you can go to the World Series. Like yeah. it's yeah. it's pretty crazy. Was I was it true that Biden was there? No, at the Super Bowl. Uh, I swear, I thought he did about a, it. He did a video. Oh, yeah. okay. And then he invited them to the White House, which people will be going back to the White House again. Yeah, um, yeah, that's true. Because yeah. hey, there's um, not a divisive fat fucking slob <laughs> in there. And he's not going to serve him up fucking Burger King. <laughs> I fucking hate God. Damn, I hate him. I hate his whole fucking family. Uh, God damn them. Uh, oh, Jesus. For more Christ. of that, listen to Why Did We yeah. Ever Make <laughs> <laughs> That's every episode. I'm like, Trump's a fat <laughs> uh, If you're not into that maybe don't listen yeah. um, <laughs> or do are, do and change you your are, mind <laughs> if you are slightly right leaning we're not the show for you <laughs> mm-mm, mm-mm. um how do you get city yeah fuck man i'm i've really been racking my brain um because i think james took his my yeah yeah my, <laughs> well, my shit's gonna take a little bit so if you want me to go and then you go after me that's no, fine. It's, I, i'm gonna i'm gonna regurgitate some stuff but it was like the best thing this week but like most of my stuff was homework so um oh. you know for this show but the I mean, I'm going to pull it out again for Joe Russo from the Joe Russo episode. But this episode, episode five of WandaVision could be the, like, most critical thing that happened to the MCU since the snap. So, like, if you're not on WandaVision, get on it. I can't, like, without talking about it, like... Well, don't don't say a word then. Yeah, Yeah, don't. I'm behind. Yeah, just shut your goddamn mouth. Yeah. Yeah. But I just... I I feel like there's I feel like there's people that are like because I was talking to a guy at work today about it. I was like, hey, have you watched this? He's like, he's like, no. I just kind of like I I just kind of thought it was like a fluff show, like this this like Shield. And I said, no, it's very important. I said it's <laughs> yeah. it's super critical actually, and you should probably watch it, especially. Huh. 
what happened on episode five, like depending on how they explain everything could be, have major implications. So. Well, it's going to, if, if we're all assuming the right things, it'll alter the course of the next wave. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I will say as somebody who like, I watch every Marvel movie and yeah. then I forget them. Yeah. Um, but this is very refreshing. Yeah. And it's, it's, a, yeah. it's unique. It doesn't what's, look like all the rest of them. Yeah. What's nice about it too, is from what I understand is, um, cause yeah, I'm like, you know, I'm a very base level. Like I, I didn't yeah. read the comics and shit when I was younger, so I'm, I'm not like into it. Like, but the people who are like, from what I understand, cause I listen to like reviews, um, mm-hmm. that talk about it and they're, they get way deep into it and they're just Easter eggs upon Easter eggs all through this thing. And they're just labeling yeah, bread crumbs and like, so it's like, it appeases to people who are, I think very base level fans of the the comic book movies but also like if you're like if you fucking love the shit you're gonna love this show so um yeah i can't can't recommend it enough to people so it's it's awesome i'm into it i'm i really want to get into it i'm just right now i'm i'm deep into big bang theory so (laughs) (laughs) just deep in there just just bottom. I mean, that's actually like, when you have the most famous, like, <laughs> like that, like the. I want to watch like, WandaVision, but I am fucking balls deep in Big Bang. <laughs> like it's taking like over me. my whole life, man. That's like me being like, I just can't get there because I'm I'm a little bit busy with MTV's The Challenge. Um, and I'll watch WandaVision I, right after. <laughs> Right after I get through Young Sheldon as well, I, so, I'm on my I'm on like my third rewatch of Empty Nest. So I'm gonna put old WandaVision on the back burner. You know, the the Anawaiis are uh, you know known for being like the backbone of the WWE as far mm-hmm. as talent goes, and I feel like the Olsons are that same thing for television. So right, uh, ah, all right. Wait, you okay. mean just one of the Olsons, right? No, no. Well, all three of them. Okay. All right. But, but the one, though, right? Yeah, all three. Okay. Yep. Uh, oh, okay. okay. I love that meme that oh, it has Mary-Kate and Ashley, and it says they look like one of them knows when you die, and the other one knows where you die. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it weird that the Olsons have turned into Marge Simpson and her sisters? <laughs> it really yeah. not in the way you thought they yeah, 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 yeah. It's, true. it's very weird. <laughs> oh, that's fun. Um, should I should I go, Andy? So you can, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I, I would uh, definitely a Raven. Uh, for me, is we've got a lot of uh, really good guests lined up for why do we ever meet? Hell yeah, hell yeah. Um. We, uh, we're this weekend we're recording with, uh, and I'm still wrapping my brain around it. Uh, the, the lead vocalist of my literal favorite band since I was like 15 years old. That's so uh, crazy. Uh, Eric Davidson from the new bomb Turks is coming on. Oh, that's uh, incredible. Uh, which is fucking, I can't like, I still can't properly process it. <laughs> um, <clears throat> uh, we have, uh, Filmmaker Chris LaMartina and his wife, Melissa, who's an actress and also like a, a filmmaker in her own right. Uh, they're coming on the show. That'll be a lot of fun. 
Uh, we, uh, we're bringing on Vinny from the cryptic closet. You've probably heard him on PWT, uh, yeah. cast, but, uh, Vinny's a friend of ours. He's going to come on. And, uh, Jonah Montranga, uh, he was the singer for the band far. He was also the singer for new end original. Uh, and then he had a band called one line drawing. That was very big. He's from the emo. That's probably the uh, more our age group wave of emo. Um, he's a mm. pretty staple figure. Okay. And uh, Jonah's coming on the show too, so that'll be really exciting. That that'll yeah. be a lot of fun. Nice. He's he's a very positive, just a really easy guy to talk to. Very engaging, and you That's know, awesome. I mean, for a guy that like, I literally like Water and Solutions. I listened to like that record so much, like going from my senior year into my freshman year of college. Like that was one of my fucking go tos. So yeah. to have him come on the show is is a real honor. So no one's okay. saying no, which has been really fun. <laughs> nice. That's awesome, that is, dude. Yeah, yeah, big interviews over uh, February, March so far. Yeah. People haven't told me no. They just don't answer. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to hurt his feelings. <laughs> like I've said some things out, and I'm like, look, either way, don't care. Yeah. Yes or no, like I'm still going to be your fan. Yeah. <laughs> But hey, silence. Reply. Reply. <laughs> Sorry, I haven't been able to get to it, Drew, but I'll let you know if I can go on the draft pod. That's uh, funny. Well, yeah, let's hear the review there, Andy. Wes gave me, so hopefully I don't. Well, I can't play the music anyway. as you go, so should I sing the songs as you go? I don't think you know them. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> Probably not. Probably not. Um, so there's a. Shit, now I don't know if the what the album name is versus the band name. False Cathedrals is the name of the album. The band is Elliot. <laughs> okay, because I was about to do that opposite, you know? <laughs> so uh, the, the album Elliot by False Cathedrals. Um, no? No. Yeah. <laughs> um, the album False Cathedrals by the band Elliot. Yes. Which are is they... a name, but none of them are named Elliot? Yeah. Are they yeah. named okay. after E.T. or like the Elliot from E.T.? <laughs> the kid from E.T.? Yeah. <laughs> no. Oh, okay. Just- oh, okay. Right. Yeah. Um, well, they should be. <laughs> that's what I mean, they, they might should- be. I don't know. That's I don't what know. they should say from now on. Well, so they're named like after the Loch Ness Monster. Um, <laughs> there was a Loch Ness Monster that they named Elliot, and they used to draw him as kids, and that's kind of how this came out. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know if that's accurate, but we're just going to roll with it. So here we go. Here's my review for it. I was it. like, wait, I love it. I, fucking made <laughs> I love Andy's origin stories that he makes up on the fly, and you're just like, that sounds so legit and realistic. Well, yeah, it's, and it's also sounds- like, I don't have a point to, you know, like, I yeah. have no way of, you know. Uh, yeah, I didn't do research on them. I just listened to and them. And I'm not going to go research the otherwise, so from now on, that's what it is. Well, I called the dude last week British as fuck, and he's from Texas. So what are you, what are you gonna do? Yep. Yep. Um, yeah. So uh, it starts off uh, with not even a song, so I'm not gonna rate it. But it was a no yeah. interlude called Voices, um, which was really damn dope. Um, but like in a because you know it was just like a one minute interlude that kind of leads the tone. into the song. Yeah. 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 Um, so then the first song is Calm Americans. Holy shit, listened in the car, didn't really love it as much, but man, in the headphones, it's so much better. I told uh, you. 
Yeah. The dude's voice is nice, and the drums and cymbals are hitting hard. The keys are dope as hell. Oh, shit, there's a right-to-left ear guitar thing that happens about two and a half minutes in that's amazing. Um, nine out of ten on this song. Love that song. Yeah. So, dude, fire. see them play it live. So, yeah, ah, I'm glad you said that. Oh, my God. Later on, you'll you'll see something. Okay. Um, next one is Blessed by Your Own Ghost. Starts off like a video game type thing with a dude just falling weightless in the air. Pretty fucking beautiful. Uh, the guitar came in, and I actually didn't love that as much. I do like when the guitar fades away and his voice drops off. There's some weird spa music thing going on in the background. This is like going to a punk massage parlor where they also tattoo you at the same time mm-hmm. while the artist has a 10-minute convo about dying that you didn't ask for. <laughs> Elements I love in this song, but as a whole song, it's, it's, it's not as good as I expected it to be, but the special moments lifted up higher. Eight out of ten on this one. Yeah. Um. You'll see there's a theme that kind of goes here. Uh, Drive On to Me is the next one. Nice little start. Definitely feels emo as fuck until the guitar and drums kick in. Love when the guitar goes away again. The dude's voice with the drum, just just that is is really nice. I get that it peps up a bit when they turn it up, but in the headphones it sounds so much better when it's softer to me. Seven His voice is getting you. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um you you're kind of seeing what's that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh Calvary song feels a little spacey to start no relation to Kevin. Feels again like I'm floating. This one here is dope. Gives me some of the same feelings Max Miller's Come Back to Earth gave me. Uh oh. the guitar doesn't feel too much on this one. So far it's probably the best song on the album. Mm-hmm. Nine and a half out of ten. Awesome song. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, lipstick stigmata, meh. Sounds like filler to me. Five and a half out of ten. Yeah, not feeling yeah, it. I don't love that song. <clears throat> okay, cool, cool. Yeah. Uh, dying Midwestern. Loving the start of this song with the dreamy chords and drum beat. Oh, and he comes in like he's on some drug-induced floating again. Mm-hmm. Damn it, they come in hard again right when I was falling into it. Okay, two minutes in and back to being dreamy again. I love the dreamier, quieter parts, but then the loud music kind of overshadows his voice and becomes something I'm not nearly as into when they get louder. Sounds more like shit I've heard when they start going heavier. Sounds more like shit, yeah whatever probably dope as hell live but hurts my listening experience in in the room because it's bringing me down and then it hits but it's kind of unwanted when it arrives for me so six out of ten like i i, very, I was loving very, where it was yeah they have a very polarized like so false cathedrals was a massive release for them that mm-hmm. record did very well critically sold really well but their fans from their first record u.s songs people were pissed at how like they'd re- stripped some of like, the, because the first record is very much like a rock record. I got very guitar driven, very much like the second wave of emo post hardcore. Like they were in the, in the fucking groove. And then the second record came out and there's this beautiful openness to it. Yeah. And Chris Higdon has a voice like no one sounds like that. It's this weird kind of high and raspy, but also like floats around in the yeah, melody. Yeah, it's like emo psychedelic. Uh, yeah, like you have that you falsetto. Have that, yeah, and you've you've got that kind of shoegazy thing without. So like that's where 
you get those big open spaces and then the guitar, like what, when they go into like the guitar, like drive on to me is a good example of like when that hits, like that's such a radio friendly song. Yeah. yeah, Um, but like it, it, when you experience them live, Oh my God. Like Jesus Christ. (laughs) Especially when they, when they toured on false cathedrals, they were firing on all cylinders. Like they, they were incredible. It was like a religious experience. You're going to, yeah. So we're catching on to something that I'm going to like finish off with in the overall, which I think that kind of makes sense more to me now. Yeah. Um, next song was shallow. Like your breath. Okay. This is unique as hell. I love this beat and the restraint from going heavy. Yes. Oh, the buildup to go low again. Love that shit. Just when I thought they'd come blasting, they took it down. This is what I wanted from the two previous songs, eight and a half out of 10. Mm-hmm. Next one's superstitions and travel. This right here, the start of their songs are incredible. Amazing drum beat and this quiet guitar with that damn beautiful voice. Mm-hmm. Drums are starring, starting in the starring in the damn song. Dude is gliding on this song. Chorus is flames for real. Probably the best song in the album. Nine and a half out of ten. Great song. Yeah. Great song. And very powerful live. Oh, I believe it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Carving Oswego. Uh, man, I love these guys so much more when it's a it's a quieter guitar and then the drum beat and dude's dope falsetto voice again elements i love but then some parts i was just like okay seven out of ten uh lie close this ain't bad but not nearly as dreamy as some of the other tracks some of the sounds seem a bit off where his voice is kind of drowned out by the guitar Mm -hmm. six and a half out of ten on that one Speed of film, this is the last one. At least on this one, his voice seems more up front when they get loud. The little breakdowns they have are nice. Homie is straight grind like Astro on this one. A little different from most of their songs on this album, but not in a bad way. Bad way. Mm-hmm. Um, whoa, his voice near the end, 7.5 out of 10. Okay, yeah. so overall... Album was not that great to me when listening in the car, but it significantly changed when throwing it on headphones. Love the emo falsetto voice homie brings, and the drummer is incredible. The breakdowns and dreamier sections were amazing. I just wanted more of that and less of the guitar getting loud and overpowering everything. The dreamy parts were special, but too many songs got interrupted by the loudness of guitars for me. I'm sure that some some of that significantly changes listening live as this feels like an album meant to be played live in a small venue. Yes. Uh, overall, seven and a half out of ten. Best songs, Calm Americas, Calm Americans, Calvary Songs, Superstitions and Travel, Worst Songs, Lipsticks, Stigmata, Dying Midwestern, and Lie Close. So that's where I kind of landed on that. Like, I honestly think I would have, it would have been up near the top for me if the guitars just wouldn't have overpowered him because literally I was getting sunk into his voice and the dreaminess. And then Mm -hmm. the drum beats, I was getting sunk into it. But as soon as like I was falling into it so many times, the guitar got really loud and was the loudest part of the song. And like the mixing just, it didn't hit my ears right because of the guitar. So later on I was kind of like, it would make sense that it would be better in a small venue live during that part. Um, Because the other part is like almost better for 
being at home listening experience. Does yeah. that make sense? Yep. I, I, uh, I, and you got it. You figured it, figured them out. Their live show was fucking unbelievable, man. I saw yeah. them. One of the times I saw them was like an all ages show in a, uh, it was, they, it was like a park pavilion. Uh, it was them and Sunday's best. And I can't remember who else. Um, but somebody booked it, uh, like it, essentially a kid booked it. It was booked like a punk show. Um, mm. but they like, I mean, it was hot, you know, and they just like, they made everybody like you'd left there feeling like a completely different person. Like, they fucking threw down live and yeah. you, you spotted the drummer. Like that dude was, yeah, man, oh. he was really good. <laughs> the fucking beat selection. I, yeah. That's what I think. That's why it was like the combination of the voice and the beat selection was mm-hmm. so unique and different Yep. versus the guitar was like kind of standard. If, rock you music. Listen, if you listen to the first record, if you listen to us songs, it makes the second record the it makes the evolution make a lot more sense. Okay, because okay. that is more of a straight rock and roll album that you'll listen to and go, oh, okay, yeah. Now the the guitar and drum and like every the balance of it makes sense. Yeah, moving into the second record, hearing how they evolved and using the samples and the synths and everything that completely yeah. evolved their sounds. The guitar was so fucking loud though in parts. I was yeah, like, they, they, and they were deliberately going for that like my yeah. Valentine. I got gotcha. you. Overdrive thing. Yeah. But yeah, very right. unique band. Very unique band. Yeah, yeah. That was that was the most different of all the ones I've listened to so far. But still old T-Rex is holding strong. Man, Mark Bolin, a fucking ro- like the epitome of a rock star. Yeah. <laughs> well, this has been So Cheating. Cheating. It lets you know. If it's splitting or it blows. Or it blows. So cheating. <laughs> All right. I, I, I feel like the song is playing and you're kind of just like dropping vocals. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's really fucking me up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Shout out to K.A. We love you, man. Uh, love you, Kev. We love you, Kev. All right, Drew. Plop. Plippity well, plop. I also love you, Kev. <laughs> oh. And that's my movie. Um, I love you, Kev. <laughs> oh, man, that was a banger. <laughs> um, no, uh, so last pick. Um, oh, boy. Now I'm thinking I should have left that for James, but uh, I got one that, uh, man, I, I really liked. I talked about it on Nerdicide. Um, on an episode, and it's the Wolf of Snow Hollow. Oh, oh. Yeah. Mm, yeah, I haven't seen this one. I it's had, s- yeah, I had so much fun. Like this thing is just so well paced, and it just flies right by. Um, you know, much like I'm thinking of ending things. Uh, uh, <laughs> they just, they both just go right by. You don't even notice. Um, <laughs> Yeah. They're very succinct, They're not at all yeah. weird and confusing. Yeah. <laughs> but no, this is really good. And like we talked about, like it's such like a cool thing too because it's it's 
it's from the perspective of the sheriff and the sheriff is like, there's all these murders in his town. And like, you see like the stress of him because everybody's like, why haven't you found out who the fuck is doing this yet? And like, he's slowly drinking himself. Like he was in AA and like after the murders, like he starts drinking again. And like, you see like, like, you know, all these other cop movies. So it's always just like, yep. Another murder in the in the town where this is just like <laughs> fuck. There's another murder. <laughs> um, oh, it's it's so good though. Um, so it's it's just a fun movie. It so. reminds me of that Jermush movie, The Dead Don't Die. Yes, it kind of does. That, yeah, it has that. Say it has the same like uh, cadence to the yeah. how the characters are. I'm thinking zombies. I love Ricky Lindholm. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Dead I, Don't I Die love, was so good. Yeah. I like Ricky Lindholm a lot. Yeah. She's very funny. Oh, yeah. Beautiful. Good mm. pick. Nice this pick. Is, Andy? Yeah, this, this, is, this is hard. This is That's hard. what she said. <laughs> yeah, she was like, when is it getting hard? Um, right now. Right now it's getting hard. In fact, it's going to get soft because I just came. <laughs> <laughs> that's true like you know we're not 18 it's not just gonna stay hard prove it we're done um all right <laughs> uh, for, the listener, for the listener for the listeners at home i pretended i showed them a handful of jism <laughs> you did it the listeners Man. didn't want to know that they didn't i love that you chose jism yeah <laughs> Uh, speaking of jism, this would be like uh, the area that's like not really New York. That's kind of jism. So this movie was yeah. awesome. Uh, what new jism? Uh, I'm going King of Staten Island. Oh, God. Uh, yeah, super confused. <laughs> yeah, you know, like no, I got it. The, like, yeah, Staten Island is the semen of New York City. So right, you know, like yeah. Sometimes my brain thinks in weird ways. I don't it's know. The ball drainage. I get it. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, King of Staten Island was so awesome. Like, I know a lot of people like kind of hate on Pete, but I thought this was incredible. Um, Bill Burr was awesome in it. Um, this, this was just a really good movie um, that's really kind of, it, it's in a way, it's kind of like uh, Camille's movie. Um, but for Pete Davidson, so Judd's kind of doing that with some people, which I kind of like. Yeah, um, and I, I don't know. I think also, I think uh, people will like Pete Davidson a little warning. bit more if they watch this. Action I Bronson agree with you. was yeah. oh, great. Bronson man. had a fantastic cameo. Oh, and, man. And Bill Burr said, he's like, dude, the shit that guy left on the cutting room floor is even funny. Like, some of the shit's even funnier than I. I believe that, yeah. Like, because it was like a lot of that shit was just like, hey, come up and say something. So he just kept throwing out all these lines. <laughs> I mean, he's got them, you know. Yeah. Like, he's, he's got them to work with. <laughs> beep, 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 beep. We're beeping out. Oh. Marissa Tomei. All right, it's all done. Mm. All right, my thing came undone. <laughs> I was doing a thing. Yeah. You're, you're, you've lost eye contact, and he's still going. Uh, yep. Wes, you're back up, man. Plop. You good, man? You good? Why don't you go get ready for bed, you <laughs> fucking weirdo? Um, 
Uh, uh, cash out, everybody. The bed. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm gonna. <sighs> I know it's tough. This is my last one, right? Yeah. 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 Honorables, but yeah. Um, well, we got honorables. Yeah. All right. Um, okay, I'm gonna go with this. Uh, it's a new horror movie that sort of. Sh- I don't know. I feel like it came out of nowhere, but all of a sudden. I'm talking to friends like involved in horror going like, Hey man, uh, did you know this fucking movie? <laughs> uh, and cause it is a barn burner. Uh, it is, it is dark and unnerving and fucked up and it doesn't care about giving you a happy ending. I'm talking about the dark and the wicked. Yeah. Oh, this is, this is one I really wanted to watch before this and I just didn't get a chance to. It's, it's fucking wee. Ooh, it it is uh, it, it beats you over the head, man. It's yeah. that guy. That guy's really got something special, though. That's a really great movie. I, I I highly recommend it if you like haunting and ghost uh, elements, but like not just traditional like haunting ghost demon shit. Like there's there's so many more layers there that I don't want to give away one. because it's it's about you know as all these movies are. They're about families, and yeah. uh, this one is about no family. exception. So, yeah, uh, yeah. The dark of the wicked is on. Yeah, I know for sure it's on Prime. <laughs> it's about family, Brian. Uh, Shout uh, out to Dom. But yeah, I, I think you, James. I think this is one you and Abby would probably. Uh, yeah, Abby has actually seen it, yeah. and I've oh, seen I've okay. seen it in the background okay. as she was watching it. Gotcha. So, gotcha. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, good stuff. I yeah, close my eyes scary. most of the time. Scary. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So it's back to me. Plop. I guess I didn't have to do that. Uh, so I'm going to go horror movie for my final uh, right. final as well. And I'm going to go with The Invisible Man. Mm. With one Elizabeth Moss. Very good yeah. movie. I was very into it. I like the whole idea of the way the dude was invisible. Like, I don't, I don't know. I don't want to give too much away. Maybe the dude wasn't invisible. Maybe there wasn't any dude at all. Who knows? You'll have to watch could, and find out. Could be. Could be. Yeah. Spoiler alert. It. If this is, if this kicks off, like, I, I know some people are. Like, if we're going to redo the universal monsters in the modern age, this yeah. is how you fucking do it. Like, yeah. I'm not saying you got to do the wolf man like this, but mm-hmm. you know, Elizabeth Moss the, fucking killed it, dude. I mean, she's awesome. All, she's you, an awesome actor. Yeah. A strong performance in that role yes. is what allowed yes. this movie to be what it is. Let me ask yeah. you guys this about the invisible man, mm-hmm. invisible man, the movie invisible man, the song by 98 degrees or invisible man, the song by queen. Where are you going? movie queen i'll go the movie 98 degrees have you ever seen the original drew invisible man yes i I wonder what that says about each of us the choices that we've just made i think we know and i don't really want to expound on that yeah you're right one minute warning so we'll stop here and we'll head on over to our honorable mentions yeah okay uh, I feel like now I can be a little loose and free. Um, um, all right, let's go with 
Um, you know what? Fuck it. I love this movie, and you know, say what you want about Mel Gibson, the man who knows storytelling. Fat man. Fuck. Fat Look, man. man. I was he's, going with that one. He's so good. It's such uh, a good fucking movie. It's so good. Mary Jean Baptiste plays yeah. Mrs. Claus. Come on. Uh, I'm so bummed this didn't make anybody's uh, list, but it deserves a spot up there. This movie's fire. <laughs> I'm uh, with you. Another one that I know I I don't think a lot of people liked, but I I thought it was a, it was a good fun movie, and that's American Pickle. Yes. Oh yeah oh, yeah yeah yeah. yeah. Oh, Fuck very yeah. Good. Did, did people not like that? Oh, I loved it. It was fun. I, I don't know. I can see people because it's it's weird for Seth Rogen, I guess. It's a bad yeah, it's pickle. Very, yeah. It's a bad it's very pickle. Specific. It's very, Where's yeah. the weed? Where's the weed? It's yeah. about a pickle. You know? Yeah, that's what people say <laughs> yeah. when I ask them about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then finally, I'm going to go with... Uh, oh... Oh, in this, I want to save some movies for other people, so I'm gonna go Lovebirds. Oh, Camille! Oh, okay. I like it. Okay, Andy, you're up. All right, first one I'm gonna go with is there was a whole series of of. Movies or series? I don't even know what you call them, but they call them movies, I guess, um, called Small Axe. Um, and this one was awesome. It's called Lover's Rock. And basically, it's just a house party. Um, it's Jamaican people. and um, Jamaican me crazy. Yeah. Um, and it literally just kind of goes through all the stuff that could happen at a party, like a house party. And uh, it's such a fun watch. Um <laughs> What's the dude that's like, he's, his name sounds like a car, like a car thing. Hyundai Sonata. Yeah. Ford, Ford Explorer? Yep. Those are both of those guys. Okay. Uh, Jeffrey, Vr- Jeffrey Vroom Vroom? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, old Jeffrey Vroom Vroom. Steve McQueen, that's it. Oh, Steve McQueen. Yeah, that yeah, sounds yeah. like a car. <laughs> yeah, so he did it. Um, that's, not a- that's not a car at all. <laughs> the name. Are you talking about from cars? <laughs> Speed McQueen. Larry the cable named, guy? Uh, actually named after Steve McQueen. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Steve McQueen did this. Um, oh, it's a really yeah. good movie. Uh, <laughs> uh, the next one I'm going to go with is uh, Guns Akimbo. The shit was fun. Harry yeah. Potter with guns. Fucking <laughs> Harry Potter awesome. with guns. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's a good way of describing it. <laughs> oh, man, so good. And then, uh, shit, the last one I'm going to go with is, God, I'm so torn. I'm so torn. I'm so torn. I want to do something wild. Uh, uh, you know what? No, Bad Boys for Life. That's where I'm going. There you go. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. That movie that's, was fun as shit. That's an honorable. Yeah. All right. Honorable. Um, okay. So first one uh, is actually is in my top ten. Uh, top 12, 15 for 2020. Uh, Brad Michael Elmore, uh, who is a friend, uh, but he also made a really fucking killer vampire movie uh, called Bit. Uh, it's part punk rock, part uh, uh, gay positive, part 
uh, you know, story of a coming of age, but all wrapped up in gnarly vampires. And it's this girl gang of fucking badass vampires and they're, they rule and they look fucking sweet. And, uh, and the kills are great. And there's nice little nods to great vampire movies like near dark, which is a very, like it's, it's a horror fans, uh, going to be always be one of those, your horror fans are going to choose Near Dark as a favorite vampire movie. So, yeah, uh, yeah, Bit Bit is a is worth your worth your time. Um, uh, let's see. Um, I gotta go with His House, which if you guys didn't his, see that, whose house? I've seen the preview, but it, His House. It's a Netflix original. It looks so it's good by a dude named after a car. <laughs> <laughs> by by. Uh, <laughs> My carburetor Toyota. Uh, yeah. Well, it's probably like Sylvester Stallone. It's not even a car at all. It's a horse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's right, yeah. Um, uh, Sylvester it's, Stallion. Uh, it's a refugee yeah, couple that dish. gets... Uh, they're, they're a refugee couple that moves from the Sudan to the UK. And they get put in, like, project housing. And what what you come to find out is there's a haunting that has followed them from the Sudan. Uh, but it doesn't at all go the way you think it is. It's it's a really like tense claustrophobic movie. Yeah. Uh, and it's just so fucking good, and it moves really quick. Like it, uh, yeah. it it's got a nice clip to it. But uh, yeah, highly recommend his house, which is that's one of those Netflix uh, originals. So you'll if you have Netflix, you can get your hands on it. Um, house. Uh, yeah, yeah, his. It's not hers. His. Right. Uh, and then I guess for my final one, guys, I'm going to say Hubie Halloween. Oh man. Oh yes. I love it. Woo. Oh yeah. That's, I, Sandman makes it. That's, that's, that stars, uh, Smith. Yeah. Uh, so it's uh, I think it's uh, Scoot Sandler. <laughs> it it could just be that it came out in October, and that's my favorite yeah. month of the year. Yeah, but we sat down and watched that fucking movie. We watched that in Vampire versus the Bronx in a yeah. future. And man, Hubie is so good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's such a funny movie. Yeah. Uh, white car that, with the number eight on it. That's that's, that's one I'm gonna. Uh, that's one I'm gonna always. Uh, that's one I'm definitely going to revisit every Halloween. That's a I fun like that. movie. Yeah, yeah. That, that's good shit. So, yeah, Hubie Halloween would be my <laughs> my last honor. Beep, beep. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right. So for my honorable mentions, I'm gonna go with the Crudes, A New Age. Oh. <laughs> Yeah. I haven't seen it yet. Isn't that a 2021? Am I crazy? Shout out to Nicolas Cage. No, it's 2020. Oh, nice. Yeah, Ashley, Ashley and the kids like the first one. Yeah. I, oh, I never it's saw fun. It. It's fun. Oh, I, was, I was pleasantly surprised with that movie last That's night. what I hear. Everyone yeah. likes the crudes. For my next pick, I'm going to take uh, Jiu-Jitsu. because Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> I'm going to take Wait, a, movie, a little movie called I, Jiu-Jitsu. I, I see what you're I, doing. <laughs> yeah. And for my final pick, I'm going to take a movie called Ten Double Zero, which is a hold on a second is a action oh. movie. Oh. Okay, 
<sighs> so number 10 with the word double and zero. These are all 2020 Nicolas Cage movies. Nicolas Cage released five movies in 2020. <laughs> oh, so Fuck yeah, he did. Yeah. So enjoy yourself. <laughs> he didn't even take the color out of space. <laughs> Anybody want to add drop for my Nicolas Cage movies? <laughs> sure as hell. <laughs> I saw... I, I thought Color of Space was 19. I had it listed I think as it is. I think oh, it is. Yeah. yeah, I think Whoops. it's one of those. It, it got a physical twenty twenty list. It got its physical release in twenty. Oh, okay. Yeah, one of those movies, you know, like Sonic. Yeah, good, good picks. Congratulations, guys! We did it. Look at this. We did it. We did <laughs> it. Look at where we're at. Look at where we're we, at. We made Woo! it happen. Great There's work, some movies that I'm like, ah, but that's good. That means yeah. it was that good of a year. We just yeah. we just gave everybody the twenty best movies of twenty twenty. I think you're right. There I think so. No doubt. If they disagree, they can fuck themselves. That's mm-hmm. right. Yeah. Or they could pull from the honorables. So you can watch Go them. fuck thine <laughs> self. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or pull from the honorables. Yeah. Fair yeah. enough. Yep. Let's see that. Get up no. to the top. That's the other option. Get, Only get up go to the fuck top yourself. of the mirror so you can watch it glide down like a waterfall. <laughs> So does anybody does anybody want to do? Uh, no, I I I think uh, I think at the end of the day the audience is the winner because we gave them plenty of movies to watch. That's sure right. did. So we're all locked in. They're all locked. locked in. Here we go. These are the best movies of 2020. This is Drew's team of best movies of 2020. Number one. Tenet, number two, Love and Monsters, number three, One Night in Miami, number four, Freaky, and number five, The Wolf of Snow Hollow. Miami. And for Andy's team of best movies of 2020, number one, Palm Springs, number two, Another Round, number three, The Five Bloods, number four, Spontaneous, and number five, King of Staten Island. I like it. Another round. Oh, God, Hank McMillan House. <laughs> For Wes's team of best movies of 2020, number one, Promising Young Woman. Number two, The Sound of Metal. Number three, I'm Thinking of Ending Things. Number four, Possessor. And number five, The Dark and Wicked. Mm, some real suicide vibes there. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it's, on, it's on brand. <laughs> yep, yep. That's so on brand. <laughs> May as well have a trademark by that list. And for James's team of best movies of 2020, number one, Antebellum, number two, Borat, subsequent movie film, number three, The Devil All the Time, number four, Extraction, and number five, Invisible Man. Man. That's good, man. That's wah, good. Wah, wah. I, I think like it's it. solid. Yeah. I think so. I think we've given I've given these people ample opportunity to watch plenty of great movies. Fucking yeah. Right. Yeah. 2020 snuck up on you. Don't and forget. I will say, I've already watched the first great movie of 2021. Oh. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Okay. You want to give us a teaser? A te- little tease? I will, I will recommend to everyone, if you've not seen it, you've probably seen talk of it on Twitter and Instagram, etc. PG, Psycho Goreman. Oh, Fuck yes. That movie. I really want to see it. Little girl. It's so <laughs> much kill fun. Kill that little girl. It's so much fun. Someone kill her. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Wes, Wes, where can everybody find Wes Allen and the Allen you, family? You can find us every Wednesdays at 11 a.m. wherever get, you get your podcasts from. 
uh, on Why Did We Ever Meet. Uh, you can also follow us on, you can find us on Instagram at Why Did We Ever Meet. You can find us on Twitter at WDWEM Podcast. Uh, we've got, uh, got a new episode dropping this Wednesday at 11 a.m. Uh, and then uh, next week, uh, Eric Davidson, uh, lead singer of the New Bomb Turks, uh, writer, author, uh, will be joining us uh, for uh, what kicks off an exciting bunch of uh, interviews. So lots you know going on. how we do it. Yeah, Sniff man. it in the front, finger in the butt. Rest That's in right. peace, Screech. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys, I realized nobody picked Trolls World Tour. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, it's my movie. Uh, how come nobody picked that? Yeah. <laughs> Makes everybody really uncomfortable. I know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Zoe, Zoe, I'm, can you... Zo- I'm Zoe with two O's because I'm <laughs> quirky. Yeah, Zooey. Oh, God. Uh, I'm all look, ooey, Zooey. <laughs> I ride a bike with one big tire and one small one. Shout out to she and him, the shit rocks. Fucking uh, oh, Jesus, she's a man. <laughs> and it's the front one that's big. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So the weird, weird little back one, uh, fucking auctioneer hat, <laughs> break a canoe paddle over fucking face. Seed's got a dildo because I'm quirky. Uh, that bitch is annoying. Wow. Remind, remind me how much I hate her. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> All right, hey guys, thanks for having me on. 